the bottom line. On News Radio 610, KONA, from the Tri Cities to Olympia to DC, we break down. Break it all down. The stories of the day and the people making the news. And that's the bottom line. Time to get the bottom line. Presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser with your hosts, Rob Francis and Ed Dawson. Welcome into the bottom line, News Radio 610-KUNA. It is Tuesday afternoon. The phone number is 547-1610. The email, 610-KUNA.com. The bottom line page, your name, where you're listening, what you'd like to say. We're on Twitter as well at Bottom Line 610, and we are on Parlor at the Bottom Line 610. And for the first time in my memory, the Tri-Cities is trending on Twitter. Yeah, what do you? What would you like to talk about today, Rob? I, I mean, we're going to have to go pretty far down the list. I know we we don't have much on don't have <laughs> oh much on the docket today. Oh my goodness! Um, the governor was in Tri Cities earlier. Um, the um, the voices began early at uh, one protest that was planned uh, nine o'clock this morning, and then the governor's press conference uh, began uh, right around noon. Out at Columbia Basin College, where a group of about 75 or so uh, were heard a little bit better than the governor. Um, <laughs> it was windy. And was, he was wearing a mask. Well, it was windy. He was wearing a mask. Um, how the microphones were set up didn't exactly work out well for wind and mask wearing. And so... And protesters. Not, and protesters. <laughs> um you could definitely hear a few heckles uh, over the governor, who was definitely a little difficult to hear as he was trying in wind to explain himself. Now, um, that has made its way around the state where the Seattle PI, the AP, among other organizations, have erroneously reported that the governor cut his press conference short. He did not cut his press conference short. If you were following us on Facebook, you got to see the full press conference. All they did was move the governor inside to CBC, uh, reset up the microphones, and resume the press conference without the wind, uh, without the hecklers. Though wearing the mask still made him a little difficult to hear, you were able to make out more of what the governor was saying uh, without the wind and without the hecklers. So... Uh, those organizations apparently decided to cut and run or not follow through or not pay attention to any of the multiple news organizations in this area that were continuing to cover the press conference when it resumed, when it went back inside. Um, well, almost, you know, kind of almost wish he did cut it short because he didn't exactly say a lot of things we wanted to hear. Well, we'll get to that in a moment. But, I mean, let's be real. If if you can if if you're a news organization and this goes for anybody. If you're if, if you're going into a story and waiting for something to fit the narrative, you get it, you're done. Whatever happens after that is irrelevant, unfortunately, with yeah. with many news organizations. And I'm not bashing the West Side only. Uh, but look, this fit the Seattle and the West Side narrative. Those hicks out in the sticks, you know, heckled our 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 awesome governor. Well, that was one of the nicest was, things when, that have been said. Well, yeah, when when all he's trying to do is is help those poor people in Benton and Franklin County who can't even 
think for themselves, you know, get those poor people limp into phase one and a half if they're lucky, and all they do is shout them down. No wonder they're in phase one. Did I cover it about correctly? Yeah. That's, that's about the reaction? Yeah. Let's go to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from today? Uh, this is Johnny. I'd like to get my call off the line if I could possibly. All right. It'll be a while, John. Yeah, it will be because uh, we've got lots to cover um, on topic. Um, and, yeah, so, the, so yes, on, on the Washington State uh, Twitter um, trends, Tri-Cities is trending across Washington because, again, the Associated Press of the state of Washington uses language like hecklers cut Inslee's news conference short, um, things things like that, when that is not the whole story. Right. And uh, and, you know, and we know better and, and all of our listeners know better. And frankly, anybody who was paying attention at all knows that, yes, that was one factor, but not the factor. And after we go to the phones, I will actually give the governor credit for something. You're up on the bottom line, News Radio 610-K1A. Your name, where are you calling from? Hi, I'm Colleen from Richland. And and what's on your mind? Well, I was um, listening and watching um, the press conference, and I think that uh, those people there that were yelling and screaming at him were totally disrespectful. This is the Tri-Cities. We're better than that. This isn't Seattle that you can riot and protest and get away with it. You need to respect, no matter if you like the guy or not, let him speak. He came all the way here to speak and let us know what's going on. We might not have liked what he said, but give the man some respect. Appreciate the yeah. call, Colleen. Thank you. That, I I agree. You know, I, uh, that that's that's spot on. Um, we don't have to agree. We don't have to like him. Um, I know that respecting the man is going to be a little difficult for some around these parts, and I get that. But look, he made he made the trip, which he we know he never does. And it's very rare. It's usually very, it's Hanford or something Very, like that. very rare that he yeah. comes over here. And he came over here to meet with, face-to-face, local health district people, local elected officials, community leaders, and the like, to get a better understanding on what the heck is going on out here with regards to COVID-19. So let, let's keep it in some perspective. I'm not saying those people didn't have a right to shout them down. They do. It's a free country. But, you know, the the downside of that just plays into a certain narrative that we're a bunch of hicks out here. That's all. The governor, when he went inside, to his credit, was asked about the hecklers. And he said, look, you could disparage... Any elected official, any governor, any president you want to, just wear a mask while you're doing it. That's what he said. Yeah. I mean, he he did not seem to be overly rankled by the hecklers. He probably figured it was gonna be it was gonna come and he was gonna get it here because he knows that his history here and, and all these people on social media that are thinking that because he's from eastern Washington, 
he should get a pass. They forget that he represented Eastern Washington and was voted out in Eastern Washington, which is why he went to the West Side to resume his political career. But he probably knew he was going to get it. And I will give him credit that he did not... um, he did not respond to the protesters in a manner that you may have thought. He said, yeah, they can heckle me all they want. They can disparage me all, me all they want. But do me a favor, wear a mask while you're disparaging me, please. Yeah, but see, that won't be mentioned on the West Side. That part of it is is the the imagery will be, well, the hecklers shot down Governor Inslee, and he folded up his tent and, and, and came home. No, that's not exactly what happened. Let's go to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from? This is Marty. Hi, Marty. What's going on? Uh, just, I was glad he came, and I just wish uh, more people would have been there to heckle that guy because he's completely ruined the economy in this in town. I'm just, like most people, sick and tired of this COVID outbreak. I mean, it seems like we're like the only place in the nation that's still in phase one. Do you guys know of any other states that are still in phase one? Well, Marty, there. Well, we've got Yakima County that's still in phase one in Washington State. There are some states that are moving slow. There are some states that are beginning to roll back right now. Florida, Texas, um, among a number that are actually rolling some things back. And there are 16 states that are on a list. Um Georgia, in fact, beginning to roll back. Arizona doing some rollback as well. There are 16 states that are on a list that if they have any non-essential travel to New York, New Jersey, or Connecticut, they need to quarantine for 14 days once they get to that state. So basically what they're saying to 16 states, including the only one on the West Coast, California, right now, but what they're saying to those states is don't come here to vacation. Don't come here to be a tourist. Don't come here unless you absolutely have no other place to go. Uh, you're going to be quarantined for 14 days. So if you're coming here to see the Statue of Liberty, plan on a month because you're not getting out of a hotel room for 14 days. Five four seven one six ten five zero nine five four seven one six ten. We got an email from Donna from Walla Walla who says to the lady who says we should quote respect Inslee. I don't mind, but I really doubt she would be respectful to President Trump if he stopped in the Tri Cities. Eh, I didn't get that impression. No, I didn't get that impression at all from our caller. And, Not necessarily. And here's the thing: there is a you can protest and you can heckle. And you have the right to do so. And there's there are ways to do it. And there are ways to do it better than than what was done at the press conference. And we can talk about that after we go to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. News Radio 610 K1A. Your name, where are you calling from? Hey, I'm the other Marty. I'm calling from uh, Richland right now. <laughs> What's up, Marty? Hi, other What's Marty. up, Marty, too? <laughs> hey, hey, uh. I was just, I haven't, I wasn't at the press conference, but uh, I, the heckling, you know, you, if you scratch my back, I scratch yours. I mean, is he going to be more likely to help us out now that we heckle him? I doubt it. Uh, you got to keep your enemies closer than you keep your friends, right? So, what has Jay Inslee ever done to us that we're so mad about? I don't get it, but. Anyway, appreciate the call, Marty. Now, and I, I want to let me let me touch on that for for a minute, if I could. I am not condoning the heckling because I don't think that that 
did any good. However, I can see where those people are because look, there are a lot of ticked off people around here and it's because of the situation that we are in. Nobody likes the situation that we are in and Yakima is in, in the same boat that we are. Nobody likes it. It's been a long, what, four months that, and we look around and we see other places opening up and, and freedoms being restored and all that, and here we are. We see what's being ignored in King County. That's right. We exa- Well, that's another thing, too. People are ticked off. I get it. And he is a wonderful target for that. The thing is, is that he understands that. He's an elected official, and he, like Rob mentioned, he acknowledges the fact that he is the target of it. Yes, some people just hate Inslee because of who he is and and the policies that he's made. But others were taking out their aggressions on the situation, and he's, he's the target, and he gets that. Let's go back to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from today? This is Rob from Kennewick. Hi, Rob. What's going on? Hey, I'm just kind of listening to you guys. And, yeah, you know, the heckling, he he, he knew it was going to happen. I mean, he doesn't come here very often, and it came during probably one of the worst times in the Tri-Cities ever. But you're absolutely right. There's a lot of angry people out there. If you're a business owner or if you're an employee of a business that is considered non-essential, uh, yeah, you're you're a little three months of built up anxiety, stress, anger. Um, you got it all. It, it's one big package, and it's unfortunate that uh, we can't even move to phase one and a half. Um, yeah, you know that's my story. It, and you're st- and you're sticking with it. Yeah. <laughs> Appreciate the call. Thanks for the call, Rob. we got to take a time out. Yes, but, we do. But here's the thing. Um, well, there's lots of things. The, the, the thing is, is that we have a lot of cases here, and that is a big problem. And hopefully we can stem that tide and that we can move on. Uh, we'll dive more into this. We'll take more of your calls. 547-1610, 509-547-1610. This is the Bottom Line News Radio 610 KONA. Join the show. Call the LegendsCasino.com hotline. 509-547-1610. Back to the Bottom Line with Robin Ed. Presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser on News Radio 610 KONA. Back in the bottom line, News Radio 610 K1A, going right back to the phones. You're up on the show. Thanks for your patience. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Michelle from Pasco. It's been a while. Um, you know, Inslee kept talking about how important life is, and he has been a strong supporter of NARAL. There are four Planned Parenthood chapters in Washington State, um, Washington, Oregon, Washington, Idaho, Washington, Alaska, and Washington and how many abortions continued under these times of COVID and elective surgeries that aren't really elective. They're surgeries that need to be done for cancer and various other um, heart, heart surgeries, various other surgeries that weren't done because of COVID. And I think that's what bothers me the most. He does go on and on about how we're protecting life 
and that's not what the guy and his administration stand for. And I think if I were in the crowd, that's what I would have been heckling him for. I don't think I appreciate um, what he did to Baronel Stutzman with Bob Ferguson. I don't think I appreciate what he's done with comprehensive sex ed, forcing us to do the, for the fourth time, telling him this state does not want it as it stands. I think there's a lot of things, a lot of things, um, including the Snake River dams that he's taken out our money and just spending it willy-nilly. Dwayne Davidson has talked about that in some of his Zoom meetings and, and what they do and the Employment Security Act. I mean, the guy does deserve to be heckled. There's too much. So that's my view. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. Let's go to this line. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from today? Okay, they didn't want to hang with us. Five four seven one six ten. Let's try this line. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from today? Yeah, this is Art here. Uh, you know, you had a uh, a call from somebody who said uh, they didn't know what Inslee had done to us over here. Well, I'll tell you what he's done is he's played. Uh, uh, favorites. He let Boeing uh, open up 29,000 employees. Uh, uh, he wouldn't let the small mom and pop uh, stores uh, open up who really uh, could have had very well in place uh, uh, safety conditions and so forth, maybe a few people coming into the stores. And for somebody to say he don't know what he did, tell that to the guy who and all these business people that are losing their uh, their businesses. He's done quite a bit. And, you know, I heard on the radio also uh, uh, taking down hoops or something there in Richland. You know, I don't know. I, I guess uh, that part, you can look at it two ways. You know, you uh, uh, people have to uh, be at, doing some activities and basketball. You know, uh, it, it is outside. And then what he does, they go ahead and let the protesters uh, uh, go ahead and protest, and uh, and they're wrecking things. So to go ahead and uh, and say uh, on one hand, boy, this is unsafe, and then you send these scouts looking everything that uh, peaceful people in the community are trying to do, trying to get on with their lives, and this thing is wrong. No, this whole thing smells, and and we got to start getting back to uh, living. Thank you. Appreciate the call, Art. 5471610 is the number. Coming up on a commercial break, but don't worry. We're, you know, this is this is one of the reasons this show was built. <laughs> was, yep. Was for days like today where you will get uh, your chance to uh, voice your opinion, uh, whatever that may be. And, uh, yeah, I mean, the governor here, the governor. Um, here's the other thing as we go to commercial break. Not only are people upset and have been stuck in phase one in these two counties for many months. But we all know that the, and an application for variance to move into phase two was submitted, what, two, three weeks ago. A lot of people believed, rightly or wrongly, that Inslee was coming here to make an announcement. Mm-hmm. And when no amount, no announcement was made except for we're gonna continue to monitor the situation, yeah, that brings out the anger, too. Um, and and people, I know a lot of people are just done with it. And I don't blame them. 
I don't blame them. 547-1610, 509-547-1610. Email us by going to the website, 610kona.com. The bottom line page, send us your question or your comments. Speak your piece. Call 509-547-1610. More of the bottom line presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser on News Radio 610 KONA. Back to the bottom line, News Radio 610 KONA 547-1610 is the number if you'd like to get involved. Give RoofMax a call if you're looking at your roof and you're thinking, you know, gosh, it, it looks like I need a new one. It's been on there for a while. I might have to replace it, but I don't really have the money to do it right now. Call RoofMax and have them come out, give you a free look over your roof, a free quote, and find out if their state-of-the-art application created the Patel Laboratories, along with Ohio State University, can give you another 5, 10, or 15 years on your current roof. They'll come out, they'll let you know if you need a new one, but they'll also let you know if the application will buy you more time. And the best part is it costs 15 to 20% of what a new roof will. Contact RoofMax. They're locally owned and operated. They'll come out to your home. They'll even let you know if there's some small repairs that they can take care of as well as doing the application. I've got the RoofMax application. It made my roof look brand new. I suggest you give them a call today before we really get into the dog days of summer and that heat starts putting an even greater beating on your existing roof. Contact RoofMax today for them to come out and give you a free quote. We got uh, we got a message through our app from, uh, from a listener saying, uh, the Seattle Police Guild called on Inslee to shut down CHOP Per fifth shooting, another reason to shout Inslee down. Look, there's a, there's there's a myriad of of things that um, you won't get any disagreement from either of us. We both think. I mean, he's the Donkey of Shame Hall of Famer for a reason. He's the only Donkey of Shame Hall of Famer. However, however, the all all I'm saying is number one. It didn't make hearing him any easier. (laughs) We were all trying to listen to see if he might say something of note. And, you know, thankfully they did move inside, not just because of the hecklers, but because of the wind and the mask and all that other stuff. But for better or for worse, this just feeds into, you know, the divide in this state. Look, all the Seattle media, and I know there's plenty of you guys out there saying, well, we don't care what the Seattle media thinks. Okay, fine. I'm just saying that as much as we scoff at CHOP, Seattle Mayor Jenny Durkin, Seattle City Councilwoman Shama Sawant, Governor Inslee, all those people over there, they're looking at us thinking, well, no wonder we're still in phase one if that's how we act. Even though it was a relatively small group compared to the overall Tri-Cities population, Benton and Franklin counties completely, I'm just saying that that's, you know, that's part of the issue. 547-1610 is the number. Let's go back to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from? This is Max chiming in from Kennewick. Hello, Max. What's up? Well, I agree with you completely. It actually infuriates me that the opposition to 
Governor Inslee's point of view, uh, just shoots themselves in the foot and puts forth the media that at least a large element of them are a bunch of uh, roots who are too dumb to govern the state, which isn't true, but it puts forth that, and it's very stupid. Uh, in addition, I think that we should be presenting the uh, message that we've got to open up. We're in serious trouble. I talked to a friend of mine who's a big, high-powered economic guy two days ago, and he's on a bunch of foundation boards and all kinds of things. And he said, Randy, the long-term forecast for our country is not good if this thing goes on too much longer. He said, our supply chains are getting empty. We've got financial issues that are looming. Uh, we cannot stay closed down. And maybe I'm, I'm not a, I'm a scientist, but I'm not an expert in this field, but I still don't see the difference between this and polio much. It's lethal, it's contagious, but we're going to have to deal with it and go back to living life. And that's what I think. Appreciate the call. Thank you so much. 547-1610 is the number. Now, if you listened, hopefully you did, to our live coverage, once they moved inside and you could hear a little bit better, and we touched on it earlier in this program, Rob, that the, the governor knows that those hecklers uh, probably were not indicative of the true feelings of the of the whole Tri-Cities. I think he might be underestimating that a little bit. But having said that, it didn't I never got the impression that that display by the hecklers was going to hurt our chances because he went on and on and on about the people that he met with, which were the health district leadership, Dr. Amy Person and the like as well as many of the elected officials, city and county uh, officials, who are trying to find a way to get us out of phase one. Both of those groups are are working to do that. And he had nothing but good things to say about that. And that he, dare I even say, sounded a bit optimistic. Yeah, they're going to monitor us for the next few weeks and see if, the masks are, you know, continuing to be worn more and more, which we are trending in the good direction there. We continue to have more people tested with the drive-through testing and all that. We are trending in the right direction. If we continue to do that, then we might have some good news, hopefully sooner rather than later. But today was very disappointing, no doubt. Let's go back to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from? Uh, this is Dale from Portello. Uh, uh, got a question for you two guys because you guys watch this a lot uh what was he over here to gain politically because you know probably the number one thing that he's concerned about is getting reelected. just curious what do you guys think why he came over here to gain politically to try to get votes uh, it, answer off the air. okay appreciate the call i, I mean i guess from f- my best guess my educated guess would be the fact that he did come over here is is a is a step and i know that sounds ridiculous i mean he's the governor of the entire state of washington but there is no political gain i would argue by by coming here he knows i mean he knows that he is not going to win 
the another term as governor, it doesn't hinge on Benton and Franklin counties. And, you know, I would argue it doesn't even hinge on eastern Washington, except for maybe Spokane. He came over here. And again, don't don't make it sound like I'm defending the guy because I still think he's a moron. But he did come. He did make the trip over here. He saw just like he saw in Yakima a couple of weeks ago. Yakima is in bad shape. We are in bad shape. He came to the areas where that are in bad shape to see what the heck is going on. He came here. He met with health officials. He met with elected officials, other groups, and came away with a message that there there are some things to be hopeful about, that that things you know are in decent hands. So that I think is a good thing. I don't you know it, it, to go back to the last caller. If if he was really trying to get something out of this politically, he would have made an announcement. That yeah. he would have been the savior riding on his white horse into the Tri-Cities to say, look, peasants, I'm allowing you to move into phase 1.5. Aren't I great? That would have been a political move. Yes. It didn't happen. So I don't know that there was a political motivation for that. You're up on the bottom line. News Radio 610 K1A. Your name, where are you calling from? Uh, Mary from Kennewick. The heckling and stuff we shouldn't have had because it's more powerful to ignore that he's here than to acknowledge his presence. You think about it. We gave him power over us by heckling him. And we could have taken away his power by just saying, oh, you were here? I didn't realize it. But anyway. Yeah, I appreciate the call, Mary. Five four seven one six ten is the number. And and I get that. Um, look, <laughs> Lest we forget, this wasn't a campaign rally. This was a media availability that people showed up to. It was not designed to have the public attend. The public did attend. This is a free country. And the public, many of the public that attended heckled him. Not all of them, but most of them. But this was not, this was not Inslee coming out here looking for support. This wasn't a, a campaign rally. You know, he was meeting with the media, and other people showed up. You see my point? Let's go to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from today? Uh, this is Andrew. I'm from Yakima. Hi, Andrew. What's going on? Yeah, I, I work. I'm an essential employee. We work at a, a warehouse, so we work around Wapato. There's a lot of COVID there, like one in 15 people. And I think this governor needs to be kind of straightened out and his health department on some things is there's a lot of uh, people in the Hispanic community. I mean, they're, they're very good about wearing their face mask at work. And my guys are too at home, but when they get home and on the weekends, you know, they tend to have the big birthday parties, um, you know, the big get togethers. They're, they're a very warm bunch of people, but I think the, the state health department, our county health department, are very lazy in talking to those people specifically. Um, because you can drive through these small towns, Wapato, Toppenish, Granger, very few people wearing masks. And I don't think that they, they certainly understand, but they're just not getting the message in a big way. 
and I don't think I don't hear my guys at work saying, "Oh yeah, the you know the county health district had a little booth or was out there, you know, showing people stuff." You just don't hear anything about it, and they're a large part of the problem. Well, that's all I got to say. Appreciate the call. Thank you so much. Again, I you know I'm not as familiar with you know what Yakima Health District is doing. Um, I will say that the Benton Franklin Health District is reaching out to the Hispanic community. You can make the argument that it was pretty late in the game. They've only recently started to go down that path, but they are. There was a rally uh, yesterday, last e- or yesterday evening um, in Pasco. Mayor Saul Martinez was on this program yesterday talking about uh, the need to reach out more to the Hispanic community. So that is going on. Yeah, probably should have happened a while ago, but it is now. So, look, there's a lot of things that are in place in this area that are good things that are going to help this situation. We just need, or maybe I should say the governor and the state, need more data from the effects of what we're doing now. And then maybe we can move on because we all know we need to move on for our own sanity, if nothing else. The bottom line, the only place that cares what you think. Call in now, 509-547-1610. Presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser. Back at the bottom line, News Radio 610-KONA. The phone number is 547-1610. Before we get to the phones, just want to mention something real quick. Um... And we mentioned this a little bit earlier. There is there is there's a way to to heckle and protest. And I will say this: in what aspect? Thankfully, the hecklers did force him to go inside because we didn't hear a stinking word he was saying while he <laughs> yeah, was outside. It worked out fine. You, you couldn't hear a word he was saying, literally, and he had no clue that nobody could hear him. So the hecklers did force him inside, where we actually were able to hear the bad news. But at the same time. <laughs> There there are ways that you can do it to where you get your point across without just randomly throwing stuff and hoping it hits. You know, give the guy the opportunity to talk. If there's something that you don't like, you might be able to throw in a, a well-crafted something. But just doing it and talking over him doesn't accomplish anything. It, it, it doesn't accomplish anything at all. Um you know, he did go inside, which was a positive. We did get to hear the bad news, which wasn't a positive. But nonetheless, forcing him inside, we were able to get the gist. People were able to ask questions. I guarantee he wouldn't have been able to hear the the, the reporters that were there asking him questions either. So moving it inside wound up being a benefit. But there are ways you can heckle to where it doesn't it doesn't come across like you're just throwing darts at the side of a barn you're up on the bottom line news radio 610 k1a what's your name where are you calling from uh this is dave from kennewick and i'm just gonna throw some lawn darts they're big there you go <laughs> uh no i'm not gonna show any darts um i'm really disappointed i i really felt like his trip here was more like the big thumb gonna give us a lecture because we've been bad um, and I don't know why I even held out any hopes that he was going to come and have anything positive really 
to put towards what's going on. Um, it just seemed to me like he wanted to be here personally to, to lecture, uh, let everybody know who's in control, um, kind of like a male dog going over and peeing in somebody else's yard, you know, oh, this is my territory, don't forget it. And that's just what it seemed like. Um, I wish if he's going to – he doesn't come over here often. I wish he would have just uh, left a little better taste in my mouth. Thank you. Appreciate the call. You know, and I think one of the things to f- just file dovetail that a second, that's one of the reasons why people thought there was going to be good news because how rare it is that he yeah. comes here, that he wouldn't come here to deliver bad news. He goes to Yakima more often than he comes here. Yeah. And so Which that's isn't a whole lot either. Right. But that that's why I think that there were people that thought we were going to get some small step forward. You're up on the bottom line, News Radio 610 K. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hey, this is Matt from Goldendale. What's up, Matt? Well, I'm, I'm glad he got heckled off the stage. It's finally about time that everybody uh, kind of realized that it's not one-sided. And what gets me is that he comes up every day, uh, and you guys air it, which kind of pisses me off, but you guys air his uh, BS that he puts out every day. But he finally got heckled off the stage, and there's no rebuttal. All he does is he has all of his people that he's, he's either paying or liberal Democrats that want to be on his one side, and that's not the only side. But what I also want to say is I want to thank you for letting me air my comments so I can rebut his BS on, on the air. Thank you. Thanks for the call, Matt. Appreciate it. The reason why we bring the governor's press conferences is so that everybody knows what's going on. Yeah, that's kind of what a news operation does. I mean, this program here is, you know, more opinion driven. And we've said this about a million times. Our news product is all about putting forth the facts as best we can, letting you decide. You know, there look, there are people out there. I guarantee it. There are people out there in the community who listen to the governor on our station, who liked what he had to say, who do not call into our program because they would rather just listen. And they don't think the same way as many of our callers. And I appreciate them just as much as I appreciate anybody that listens to the program. This, you know, this is, this is an opinion show. Not 100% of the Tri-Cityans and, and those in Benton and Franklin and County and everyone else that can listen to it are, think alike. And that's good. We don't want to all think alike. That's not... That, you know, I, I could go on, but... Ah, good. Saved by the music. Well, we will go on, because we have another 60 minutes. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> and your calls at 547-1610. If you would like to get involved... We've got a few emails to get to as well when we return. Let me let me drop this knowledge on you before the end of the hour that will carry over into the next hour, okay? There is there was a glimmer of positivity out of today and it had nothing to do with Governor Jay Inslee's message. It came from the Benton Franklin Health District with their uh, daily reporting of COVID cases. 39 new positive cases between the two counties today. 
Why is that good news? That's the lowest number in a day in a new daily case count in a month. Back with more after this.